0: I just like execution. You know, I really do. We we, uh, we were good on third down last year. We were good in the two minute drill. We did some good things scoring the football. We still have plenty of areas to clean up, but yeah, I mean, when you call a play that works, whether it's a
1: short yardage conversion or a goal line conversion or a long big play, you, you know,
0: you have to get excited about something. There's enough negativity out there to, to kill any rat right now. So, you, you know, I do get excited when We make a good play, especially
2: a big play, an explosive game. Bishy, bishy. Tua is—he'll be out this week. He has fractured ribs, so obviously he's in a lot of pain. Uh, So he'll be out this week. Uh, Jacoby will start, Um, and we're just going to take it week to week. Really, you know, let's call it day to day.
0: The Las Vegas Journal Review. You know, you know how that works. And for me personally, I delete Twitter during the season. I delete all that mess to see all, you know. I don't try to see all that stuff. And so, yeah, you saw him stiff arm Abrams, and you know he tried to do something with me, and you know I just, just, just made a tackle. And so, yeah, they're gonna have that stuff. That highlight hopefully should go away here soon. But um, yeah, he, you know, just, just make the tackle. And, and Abrams, with that, I'm sure that won't happen again. I just crush my dreams. Boom.
3: Sadness. That's the one. What's John Gruden talking about? Negativity. Who's so negative? They're two and zero, and all I've seen is is Derek Carr the greatest quarterback, and they're two and zero, and they might be three and zero beating Miami. I don't know what he's talking about. You guys know. keep
1: bringing up his hair. I don't.
3: Yeah, and and um, the great questions about his hair and everything. I haven't. Twitter has been exploding with Raider fans about how good they are and what they expect from them. And he, I heard, so I heard he, I was outside talking to someone for an interview, and when I came back in, he had he had left. Uh, so then when I saw the transcript, I'm like negativity. What is Who, who's being negative about this team right now? Believe me, in the past, there's been a lot of reasons to be
0: negative. This team so far, I don't think anyone's been negative about this team. Listen, we said this morning, Max Crosby might not be the best edge rusher in football. Uh, that's pretty negative. Well, that's pretty negative. He yeah. might be number two. <laughs> Something's wrong. <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about. Let me ask you, if you were in a fantasy league with Daniel Carlson, would you let Daniel Carlson draft himself?
3: Listen, all I can tell you is I won last week in one of my leagues, and I didn't play Daniel Carlson. Well, He's good. my backup. That's good. He's your back. You, you have, have a backup, backup kicker. Yeah. Well, we had to draft a million people, so yeah, it's ridiculous. What? It's ridiculous. It's a dynasty league where we just kept drafting guys, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, we we need to draft even more guys. I'm two 0 so I'm not going to worry about it. But uh, yeah, I had Daniel okay, Carlson, okay, and I picked before... the kid. I picked the kid from Buffalo who only had five because he only scored touchdowns. I,
1: I, I literally wouldn't draft a kicker. Right. If that if I had that as an option, hey. if the, the if the actual app. You can make
3: fun all you want. I'm 2 0 and, oh and I'm running away with it. Okay, all right. <laughs> How many
0: players are on your team?
3: I'd have to. I'd, we have individual defensive players. I'd have to go and look oh my and, and Like, is it up.
0: more than like 20? Yes. Yes. Okay. I have
3: defensive players. I have it's a lot of players. So
0: okay, why why have a kicker? Just because your other kicker has a bye week at
3: some point? Yeah, I just took I just took Carl. I literally took the Buffalo kicker and I threw Carlson and like he was probably my last pick in the draft. Does, and I'm like, I want to leave this draft. It's it's like ten at night, and okay. I've already drafted a lot of guys. So I'll just take him.
0: Does everyone have two kickers? A lot of people do. Okay. Yeah. What a, lot a people weird do. league. If you don't start asking Jeff Erickson kicker questions when we have him on on Thursday, I don't want to jinx I'm it. Be I'm, right. I'm no, I don't want to jinx it. I'm just, my team's Jeff, good.
1: Jeff, I need you to pick two kickers here. Yeah. Uh, I've got Buffalo or Carlson. <laughs> That's all. Or the need. guy from Dallas.
0: Yeah,
3: just no. Ask. And all, all my other leagues only have one kicker, but in, in this I mean, one, for some reason, I just took
0: one in the end. It was Carlson. I mean, the way you described the league, I kind of don't blame you for picking Daniel Carlson because I feel like the best player not drafted is like on a practice squad. Yes, I'm sure. I'm sure they are. There's that many players in this league like Peyton Barber's on a team. No, he's not. So that's very strange there. But yeah, so for those of you that don't know Daniel Carlson yesterday when he talked to the media said that he actually lost his fantasy football game this past week and the guy he lost to had Daniel Carlson had himself on the team. So he's part of the reason that he lost. Um, but I feel like if you're friends with Daniel Carlson and you're in that league, don't you kind of have to let Daniel Carlson draft himself? No,
3: not if there's money at stake. And he's probably got as much, if not more money than anyone in the league. So, no. I'm Is not...
0: Daniel Carlson allowed to put money on fantasy football?
3: <sighs> mm. uh,
0: I don't know that. I don't know. I mean, listen. Championship yeah. league <laughs> of fantasy football. <laughs> can you see Daniel that? Daniel Carlson's playing himself. He shanks one. That? I don't know what happened, John. I yeah, can see that. John, the winner gets four hundred dollars. Yeah. Listen, you go in that blue tent, pull out your phone, yeah, check the it, app. Yeah, yeah. All right, you I'm up by two. Call up Yahoo. If I miss this field goal, I win. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, let's
1: go, <laughs> Johnny. Put me in. That's Twenty-five <laughs> yarder. We'll be fine.
0: Where, where's Daniel? Where's Carlson? Yes, exactly.
1: Literally, <laughs> they, we've lost the kicker twice this season. Yeah. Yeah.
0: He's like, all right, hold on. I'm winning by. T- I'm winning by one. If I can throw an interception, I'll yes. lose. And he's like, <laughs> give me the ball. Throwing it, throw it down the field. Carlson audibly to a fake field goal. Toss it to me. <laughs> so, yeah, Daniel Carlson lost himself. I Okay, let me, one of two things has to happen. If you're friends with Daniel Carlson and you're in a fantasy football league with him, either A, you have to let Daniel Carlson draft himself because it's Daniel Carlson. Would you let him do that? Or B, you have to take him in the first round. That's the rule. That's that's the only two ways you. Well, can Well, then do this. he's getting himself because no one's picking that I, guy in the first round. I might round. take him in the first round just just to, to screw with Depending him. Depending on how much money the fan, if it's like a twenty dollar league, yeah, I might take. If it's a free league, I might take him. What if the, the guy who round. had him and played him was Hair Guy, Hair Carr, Hair Carr, Derek <laughs> Hair? Yeah.
3: He's the second Does, guy we've worried about with Hair. First is Craig Thompson, Hair Thompson. Uh, and now we got Derek Carr's hair. That's the only two people I've ever covered where the hair made a difference.
0: There is zero chance Derek Carr would admit to playing fantasy football. Ad- admit is the key phrase. Really? There. I but don't know. He might play it, but I am I have got to I think there's zero chance. If you're probably like
3: because he he likes to say that he doesn't care about anything. Right. He likes to say, I, I don't read that stuff. Right. I don't know that stuff. And I
0: think he's given a quote in the past because like he's been asked a lot about you don't throw to your wide receivers like, cause that's been a right. big problem in the past couple of years. I think he's given a quote in response to that about, well, we don't really care about fantasy football numbers or anything like that. It's we're out here to win the game or something huh. or whatever. Wink, so I, wink Henry. I played you this <laughs> week. Uh, exactly. Let's go, let's go deep. <laughs> he had Darren Waller last year. <laughs> exactly. I was like, that's the only guy I'm throwing
1: to. <laughs> See, I was going to say, if he does play, he definitely seems like the guy who's like his entire team. He's starting it. He's starting at quarterback. Yes. He's got Drake and he's yes. got Jacobs. He's got like his. He's, like, he's his got Foster Moreau and his flex somehow.
3: <laughs> he picked. He picked like twelfth. It's the second round and Mahomes is there. He's like, I'm not taking that guy. I'm taking myself. taking, taking myself. Not playing Mahomes. Which actually,
0: I think so. Does Car well,
3: points so in, far in the first two weeks? He might be. Uh, he might be ahead of Pat yeah. Mahomes at this point. And a good fantasy quarterback.
0: I don't know how long that's going to last. But yes,
3: you are right, though. He would never admit to that. I don't think he'd ever say it. I, I mean, he, he might do he might it. Play. I, I, he might play with his kids and stuff, yeah. or be in leagues and stuff. But I don't know if he'd ever say it.
0: Would you play if you were an NFL player? Well, we know Daniel Carlson does. Well, okay. If I'm a kicker, I'm definitely <laughs> playing. Yes, I think if I'm a kicker, I am too. But because, like, here's the thing: the whole like fantasy football part of it is like, oh, I'm a GM. I can be smarter right, than right, my friends right. or whatever. But it's also. It gives you an interest in games you normally wouldn't care sure. about. It's like the same with sports band, Absolutely. right? But if you're an NFL player, you're you're playing on Sundays. It's not you're like not you're, you're sitting on your it. couch watching right. the Broncos play yeah, the know, Steelers you and don't You don't have the channel where you're like, you know, right. seeing 13 games. So I, I don't know that I would actually play if I was an NFL player just because I I wouldn't get to enjoy well, actually it actually makes me more angry than I enjoy, but I wouldn't get to enjoy Sundays yelling at my fantasy team for not performing very well. You, don't, you I play, play if you're hockey
3: players. We know that. Yes. If I, I play. would play
0: fantasy of other sports. Absolutely. Yes. yes. If I was any other sport, I'm playing fantasy football all day, sitting on the couch on Sunday, yelling Watching. at whatever. Absolutely. But if I was an actual NFL player, I don't think I'd play. Shea Theodore, who do I have? Does he not know? He's the one that doesn't know, right? Oh, It's brutal. Yeah. Okay. He's I'm just one.
3: going on what other players have said. Yeah. Other people. Have other said other people has in no the locker room. Happening. Said we want that in kind the of league every year
0: because <laughs> he has no clue what's going on. <laughs> which,
3: which is those are the guys you need, right? You need guys like that in your league <laughs> who have no idea what's happening.
0: Okay. Let me ask you a non-Raiders question Wait, Jared, do
1: you have something on? Yes. Here? Yes. Okay. All right. So I don't. I don't know if you guys remember this guy. His name was Larry Donnell or something like. He Sounds was a, familiar. Yeah. He was a Giants tight end. And one time he scored three touchdowns in a game, he had himself on the bench.
0: <laughs> oh, it's killer. See, that's why you can't play that way either because you got to no. have yourself. If you're, you're like not, some you're backup not start tight end. Well, yeah, if you're some backup tight end, you got to have yourself on the roster and then you don't start yourself. Oh. oh, that's brutal. Yeah. That's brutal. Nightmare. Which, by the way, I think tells you that getting inside information about game plans wouldn't help anybody in <laughs> fantasy football because that guy didn't even know he was going to score three <laughs> touchdowns like me. No, we're not. I, don't, I didn't even run a route in practice this week. What are you talking about? Carlson. No, for me. Carlson getting the text. Josh Plan. Josh Plan. I got to get the lineup in. Is Josh Plan? <laughs> okay. Here's all right. The big news in the NFL yesterday was that the Bears finally said out loud that Justin Fields is going to start this week against the Browns. Uh, but Matt Nagy came back and said, Andy Dalton is still the starter. If healthy, what the hell are they doing? Like, what are they I doing? don't know.
3: It's like they're supporting that marketing campaign when they signed Dalton and said QB one And they feel they have to support it for at least six months because if not, they look like idiots. Instead of just saying, look, Andy, you're a nice guy, but we're just going to play this kid and we're we going to do what he, you know, we're going to go draft. forward and actually play because that's who we drafted. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, do you really need to. Do you really need to make Andy Dalton feel good about himself? Like, no, what is this who about? Cares? Who cares?
0: He's been around a long right. time. Believe be me, fine. I saw him in Dallas
3: last year. I saw enough of Andy Dalton.
0: Like I just okay. Here's what I want to happen. I want Justin Fields this week to be awesome, and Matt Nagy still not name him the starter. Like I want. I want us to be in here on Monday where Justin Fields threw, like, four, threw four touchdowns, threw for three hundred yards, ran for a yeah. hundred, had five total touchdowns. It's like. It's the best rookie debut or rookie it's, start what? since whenever. And, and Matt Nagy's is like, well, Dalton might be back this <laughs> week, so can't say Justin Fields is the starter. I genuinely think
1: that might be the greatest like quarterbacked game by a Chicago Bear in
0: it Bears probably history. probably is,
3: yes. Like, and it'll be in, Matt Nagy on Tuesday when they have their availability. We, just
0: sign in the training room. Looks good. Right. Looks like, strong. What are they doing? No. I, I don't it. get it. Like The only thing that could possibly make sense is this gives them a little bit of an out if Justin Fields stinks sucks, and then they can say, Well, it was the plan to go back right. to Andy all along. We're not benching him. It's not it's a good,
3: it's a good reason. I mean the, not a
0: good reason, but it's a good explanation for only if he stinks. Thing. Yeah. Is it's like, Oh, we don't want to kill his confidence right. by making him the starter, then he sucks and we yank right. him or whatever. But Still, if if he, if you start him and he sucks and you yank Look, him, you're in a lot more trouble. If you start him
3: and he sucks, your fans are still going to want him to be the right. guy. So it doesn't. Yes. At no point are they going to say, "Boy, we wish Andy was playing." Yes. No one is ever saying <laughs> that.
0: Like, because <laughs> the other issue for the Bears is most likely, they're not contending for a playoff spot this year. Right. So, so if I'm a fan, I want to see this right. kid the whole time. Like, you could, if, if this was a team that was going to be a playoff contender, you could make the argument, well, let a veteran. Get Andy Dalton in there. He's safe. Right. We know what we have. He can get us to 10 wins and get us into the playoffs or whatever. But I don't think anybody thinks that's happening Nobody's, with Andy Dalton. No, I don't know if their fans think that's so happening. They're, really, they're pretty much their best chance to make the playoffs is for Justin Fields to, to be start good and be good. And you just live with whatever growing pains. Because what, he's Listen, he's probably going to have some horrific pick this week. Like sure. He's, he, I, I think you're. I think what we're going to see is like a high variance from Fields. We're going to see four or five plays where it's like, wow, that guy's incredible, and then we'll see four or five plays where it's like, oh, oh boy, yeah, he just threw to. When did a, Zach Wilson become yeah, the Bears quarterback? Exactly. So I think that's that's sort of my expectation, but you kind of have to live with them because you don't have Super Bowl expectations if you're the Bears. You're just sort of existing this season. All right, coming up next. Bischoff's Briefs, taking a look at Kevin Kruger's
2: recruiting so far for UNLB. Are stats hogwash? Are you tired of hearing Tyler do math on the radio? Tweet at Bischoff underscore Tyler and at Ed Grainy.
3: Bischoff's Briefs. I never realized baseball had so much butt touching.
1: Bischoff's Briefs. That's how they communicate.
3: Bischoff's Briefs
1: like Braille, but with butts.
0: Bischoff's Briefs.
1: Read my butt! All
0: right, here we go. We got tickets for you to win right now. Two tickets to go see the Golden Knights and the Avalanche. Tuesday, September 28th at T-Mobile Arena. 702-364-1100 is the phone number. We'll take caller number 7 at 702 702- 364-1100. You'll get a pair of tickets to go to the Golden Knights preseason game against the Colorado Avalanche. 702-364-1100. Caller number seven. Now, Bischoff's briefs. Take a look at UNLV basketball because Kevin Kruger has not landed a high school recruit yet since becoming UNLV's head coach. If you look back at... The previous cycle, so last year, they have one freshman coming in for this season. That was Kashawn Gilbert, who was committed and signed under TJ Otzelberger and stayed on, is still with the program. But everything else, Kevin Kruger went out and got transfers. Nine transfers are coming into the program. It was, hey, you're the head coach. You got to fairly quickly put together a roster, transfer portals wide open, made a lot of sense to go after transfers. But since then... They have gone after some high school players, and they have lost out on two top 100 recruits in the 2022 class. First was Richard Isaacs. Uh, He's a top 100 player. He is the player that uh, Mike Grimala reported it, that UNLV was not recruiting when TJ Otzelberger was the head coach, but as soon as Kevin Kruger got the job, Kruger started recruiting Isaacs. They made his top four, but he ended up committing to Texas Tech anyway. Then recently, there was Terrence Arsenault. He is the kid from Beaumont, Texas, the same city that Brandon Chappelle is from. UNLV had him for a visit last weekend, or two weekends ago, excuse me. Two weekends ago, they had him for a visit, right? And then they had an in-home visit. They went to see him with their entire coaching staff. Two days after that, he committed to Houston. So UNLV, Kevin Kruger they went all out to try to land Terrence Arsenault, who's a top 50 player in the 2022 class, had the hometown connection with Brandon Chappelle, and still couldn't land him. So they are 0 for 2 in chasing after top 100 recruits right now. They've made it into the top four of these two kids, so they've been there, they've been in the conversation, but still 0 for 2 at landing them. So when you're looking at sort of roster building and where UNLV is, There's really nothing freshman-wise to look at and look to the future and say, okay, they've done a good job in recruiting. They've they've done a good job of showing us, hey, they can get talent to come to UNLV. But my main question now, because of the change in the transfer portal, because everybody can transfer one time without sitting out, I don't know how much it matters for them to actually land high school recruits on a yearly basis. Like, you're going to... You're going to have to fill out a roster. You're going to have to have some high school kids or some freshmen every year. But I think when we're talking about on a year-to-year basis, college basketball has become... It's it's a one-year sport. Like, you, right. you build for one year. Yeah. Building for the future can kind of be Knowing foolish. you're probably going to lose some kids. Right. Building for the future, not always the smartest thing to do. It's a year-to-year sport. So... The transfer market is there. The transfer market is going to be a way to build a roster, build a program. So that's still an option for UNLV. But the issue here is we're going to find out a lot this year, how well UNLV did with finding guys in the transfer market, meshing them together and seeing how good the team is. The issue is if you do a poor job in the transfer market, we haven't seen the high school recruiting success. The question becomes who's on your roster. If the transfer market doesn't work out well for you, because they haven't been able to land anything of significant anything at all, but anything of significance either at the high school level. They lost the one kid to Houston and the other two Texas Tech.
3: Okay, so they lost some better programs. Yeah. Okay, I mean, it, I think it's. I like the fact they're going after top hundred kids. Um, not surprised they're losing to the programs they're losing them to. Like I said, they're better programs. Uh, I guess would you be more worried if they're losing them to, you know, group of fives that even as UNLV has been bad of late with the NCAA tournament not doing much at all, would that be more concerning? Um, And should they be going after top 100 kids?
0: They Uh, should, so here's, okay, I think Texas Tech and Houston better than UNLV, but it's not Kentucky and Duke. No, it's not a huge margin, but at this point they're better. It is. Um, But, here, okay, here would be my thought process as a college basketball coach, especially if you're like at UNLV or a better program. If it's a top roughly a top one hundred kid and you have a shot at him and and you think he's good, obviously there could be a top one hundred kid that you think sucks. But if there's right. a top one hundred kid that you think is good and you've got a shot at him, you should probably go all in after the top one hundred kid. It's outside of that where you probably shouldn't be recruiting just random three star ranked two hundred and seventieth because you can probably find that player or better than that player in the transfer portal. So if you can land the guy like Terrence Arsenault is a top fifty kid, you should be going after Terrence Arsenault. You should be taking the especially big if you swing. have contacts. Right. You should be taking the big swing to try to land a kid that's a you know a highly ranked four star right. or even a five star recruit in some cases. But outside of that, I think you're gonna be better off using the transfer portal to fill whatever holes are on your roster. But if you have
3: to, like you said, get some kids to fill out a roster high school-wise, he might have to drop down to three
0: stars. Right. And th- and I think that's the, – the. here's the thought process to me. You go after the big freshmen, right? If you can get the, the top 100 freshmen, awesome. If you don't get them, your second option is the transfer, transfer portal. portal. Right. Hey, this guy you know, wasn't playing in the Big 12 or he was great in the MAC or something like that. Those types of kids fill some holes. And then your third option is to go back to – those, high schools. The, the three-star kids that are ranked 311th that, that are fine, but those don't need to be a high priority right, right now. Right. Now, the fear in that or the potential problem in that is that some smaller schools might come in and say, well, you know, UNLV is not recruiting Yeah, you're you going to get 30 minutes a night with us. Right, because they're trying to get better players commit to us now or, you know, right. whatever. We might be in the big sky or it might be just a lesser Mountain West team. So there is some fear that some lower schools could steal them. You can guys after they've committed sure. so absolutely it doesn't really completely rule it out but to me that would be my sort of order my process yeah, it's there. good order i so, mean so it's like jared said
3: on reno uh we know what musselman did san diego states lived off transfers right. the two i mean the two
0: two of the main programs in that conference kind of live off transfers over the last five years there have really been three basketball programs in the mountain west that have been really good Nevada, right. San Diego State and Utah State. Yeah. Those have been the top 3. Utah State got really lucky with Nemishketa that yes. he that they yes. That was a kid that had offers from power conferences but his academic he wasn't academically eligible or didn't they didn't think he was going to be and Utah State basically found him slipping through the cracks and said, "Come on, he was academically right. eligible and he was awesome." But the other two, San Diego State's going out and getting transfers every year. All Both the of them have had. Nevada and uh, San Diego State Mountain West Player of the Year that who are transfers in. Malachi yeah. Flynn and well, yeah. one of the Martin twins, was right. the Martin twins, but only one of them actually won it. Transfers work; you can win the Mountain West, you can be a competitive NCAA tournament yeah, team with transfers. With transfers, so it absolutely works. There's nothing wrong with it. We're going to see if UNLV did a good job of that this year. The, I mean, the variance I think on UNLV is it. Nobody really knows what we're going right. to see here. Right. I think it's completely possible that they are contending for the Mountain West title. Mm-hmm. I also think it's possible we're talking about this team as like the seventh best right. team in the conference. No idea. And
3: no idea. It's like,
0: wow, you guys sucked. Right. So I think the variance is there. You probably end up finishing third or fourth at the end of the day, right. sort of in the middle. But the variance is there because we don't know. And that's, you know, it happens with high school kids too. But that's when you go to transfers, it's, it's a different setting. But transfers, you can yeah. argue, are safer because yeah. you've seen them at the college level. You have a better idea of how they'll translate.
3: And I like what you said about now it being a one-year sport. It is. Oh. It's just a one-year sport. The the portal's just going to get bigger and bigger and more kids and more kids, and you can't count on anyone staying. So you do your best for that one year and
0: hope you can keep some. It's nice to plan for the future, but you it's should impossible. absolutely – Try to your win Your number now. one Every priority year. should be this year. Yes. And with the transfer portal, there's no – there's no real excuse to not be competitive if you're UNLV. You can like I don't think anybody's expecting Kevin Kruger to put together an NCAA tournament team in year 1. They might be that, but I don't think that's really the expectation. But after year 1, there's no real excuse of, "Oh, he's got to build the roster." No, no you you no. do it now. You yeah. you just do it now. Like it's possible to do it right now. You can have you can have juniors and seniors; they might have played somewhere else, sure. But you can have juniors yeah. and seniors that are good college basketball yeah. players just suddenly on your roster. The kid who uh, the kid who might be the best
3: player in the league this year is a kid from Cal who averaged over twenty went to San Diego State. Right. he averaged over twenty in a back row school. Right.
0: So and, if there's after year one, I don't think there's any excuse as to why UNLV isn't a top three Mountain West well, team every cont- year, contending in this conference right. and contending for a uh, for an NCAA tournament berth as well. Coming up next, we'll see how angry we made Darren Millard.
2: Is Tyler a know-it-all? Can you prove him wrong? Call the Press Box voicemail and let us know. 702-720-4678. Maroon is not just a color. This is the VGK Update with Darren Millsy-Millard.
0: All right, Darren, you got a question for us? Yeah. So
2: you guys were talking about transfer portal and teams going, like, all in on the transfer portal as opposed to recruiting, like living off the transfer portal. Uh, is there any restrictions in college basketball to scouting staffs, like how big it can be, how intense it can be, uh, how much you can hire and send people all across the uh, the country scouting?
0: Yes, uh, you can only have so many assistant coaches. Now, granted, you can hire guys and just not name them coaches, but you'll get in trouble if they actually do coaching things. But uh, there's only so many recruiting periods uh, throughout the year. There are, like, dead periods where you're not allowed to go and talk to recruits or anything like that. Uh, And there's only only so many official visits kids can take to your school. Like, you only have so many to hand out. But (laughs) I don't think there's a limit on, like, you know, during an active period, like I think Kevin Kruger could get on a plane and fly to as many cities, as many recruits' homes, as he wanted to. I don't think there's a limit on that. No, and you can also, uh,
3: when it says a transfer portal, it doesn't mean you're not recruiting those kids. You're recruiting the heck out of them. So you're right. talking to the AU coaches. You're talking to the handlers, whoever handles a kid, and says, "Well, Jimmy's not very happy at Santa Barbara. What do you think?" And ten schools are talking to Jimmy. Once he puts his name in the portal, you recruit him just like you would a high school athlete.
2: And how much do you think the people know uh, which players are thinking about the transfer portal? Like halfway through the year, is there a pretty good indication that Jimmy's going to be going through the transfer portal
0: for the coaches? Yeah, I think yeah. they
2: know. Okay, so so here's my my question: If and I'm going to liken it to to sports, uh, the Vegas Golden Knights have an unbelievable pro scouting staff. Why don't you, as a college UNLV, put some money into a scouting staff, not assistant coaches, but Five or six uh, people who know talent scout all the people, uh, all the other teams, and and sort of peg those transfer portal people. Because once you get a couple of good transfer portals, then your team becomes known as somebody that can turn around a player's career. And then you're going to those transfer portal guys are going to want to come to UNLV. So you, you just do it. You take the professional approach instead of recruiting these yeah, three stars.
0: I, I don't. I don't think it's a bad idea. I think the problem yeah. for say UNLV is money. Like they're not going to be able to form a four-person scouting staff, and they're not going to probably be able to get that yeah. approved. But I, well, I that's think it's not a,
2: my problem. I know I'm just it's giving not. you the idea. That's I think, that's I think why Kentucky
0: still has more money than anybody. <laughs> yeah, good point. I no, I think it's a good idea that you can scout and figure out and listen. You can. Uh, it might not be. You can find a way to do it where it's not so illegal, but not exactly moral. <laughs> yeah. You can get you, you can
2: you get, you you get can, two good transfer portals, and then you can sell that to every other transfer. Por- like we are the people that turn you from middling to superstar, and that's your bread and butter.
0: Look at Darren Millard. Sign yeah. him up, yeah. Kevin Kruger. Darren Millard yeah. wants to go scout some college basketball across the country.
2: Not a chance. I'm sitting. I'm sitting in my MDX uh, outside City National Arena and uh, getting ready for the first workout today. I cannot wait for, for this. This is like, I told my wife today, this is the first day of school. This is outstanding.
3: Nope. Seattle nope. Kraken just took the ice. Are you excited?
2: Uh, <laughs> I, I'm of the belief that the Seattle Kraken will uh, fade from the comparisons with the Vegas Golden Knights will be over relatively quickly mm-hmm. uh, this season. I, I wish them all the best, but uh, I just don't think that they're going to be anywhere close to uh, what the Vegas Golden Knights did, and I because it was just so extreme, so weird. We uh, expansion teams aren't supposed to be able to compete, and and this will be a team that will be somewhere between the basement and competing for a playoff spot. I don't think they'll be as bad as traditional expansion teams are, but they won't be anywhere close to what uh, what Vegas did. That that uh, we'll be more impressed by what Vegas did after we watch Seattle than we uh, were when we were watching Vegas do it in the first place.
0: So, Kraken, snag a wild card spot, beat the Golden Knights in six.
2: Not a chance. (laughs) No. On um, on my list of guarantees, you can put that one near the top.
0: All right. Uh, Jared, write it on the whiteboard that we never erase anything off of back here. And so when the Kraken beat the Golden Knights in the playoffs, we can
2: make fun of Darren for that. Why, Why would you even think that that's possible other than that that you're a contrarian
0: they just lost to the montreal canadians who had an under 500 record in the regular season what do you mean how could yeah. i think that's possible didn't they repeatedly shoot the puck
1: into some guy who we never heard of who played for dallas uh
2: i would think that Kerry price had something to do with uh with that uh so the, don't underestimate. and by the way the seattle kraken could have had Kerry price I, I still – there's a couple of picks that the Kraken passed on, which still confuse me a little bit. I know, I know you have a budget and you have uh, an idea of where you want to go and build, but when you have opportunities at certain players, I think you got to take advantage of them. Like, Vegas never had a, a, a chance that a, at a couple of the offensive players, that's the Seattle Kraken did, and they passed on, which just still boggles my mind.
0: I
3: passed on wearing my Kraken hat today to go out to practice. That'd have been fun. Are you?
2: Are you? Are you coming out to practice?
3: Yeah, I am. But I don't have my Kraken hat. I I, I paused this morning. I'm like, should I? Should I?
2: Nah, I won't. No. No, nah, I won't. You what, don't have what, to wear a VGK hat, but you don't uh, have to, to, <laughs> to go Kraken on everybody. Are you gonna sit with me? You gonna? You gonna Absolutely. With
3: me? Absolutely. We're uh, we're up on the uh, we're up up high. I don't think we can go down to the glass. They're scared of us.
2: Uh, well, I don't blame. Like, have you looked in the mirror? I, I'm and, and I'm the same way. Like, I wouldn't want me around players or anywhere close to players either. Uh, with 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 my act. But uh, we, we, Ed, uh, you and I haven't really had a chance to ever hang out before.
3: No, we haven't. Just a big pause. A big pause there, like,
2: he, 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 not sure whether he's, he should be. Uh, no, we haven't.
0: We haven't. It'll be fun.
2: Yeah. Uh, is Tyler going to come
0: along? Absolutely not. Um, I I have a question for you, Darren. Uh, you. So we've talked a little bit about yeah, fantasy football. I have a question: If you were in a league with Daniel Carlson, the Raiders kicker, would you let him draft himself?
2: Oh, for sure. Yeah. Why wouldn't? What, what, what's wrong with that?
0: Well, well someone didn't. Obviously, so <laughs> Daniel Carlson is in a fantasy league, and he lost in week two to himself.
2: Wow! Yeah, someone else had him. That's uh, well. Did they just take him before he had the chance to take himself? I don't know. Uh, well, yeah, I asked I
0: mean, you. Do you let him take him? Which means you just don't draft him, no matter what, until Daniel Carlson. Oh no, drafts no, him no, himself. no! I
2: think it's, it's it's fair game. I thought okay. you meant like would okay. be prohibited from drafting himself right. because uh, uh, no, no, it's it's fair game. You gotta, you gotta, you, you can't have uh, like uh, untouchables. That's, that's just not the way it would work. No, I mean, it's a that, kicker.
0: It's not like we're talking about a good player here. It's a kicker. <laughs> my my kicker
2: this week, bagel.
0: Donut. You're the Miami kicker. Zero. Yes.
3: <laughs> oh. <laughs> Don't worry. He's coming. He's coming to Allegiant Stadium. The way it works in the NFL, love you. So 26 points. Play him this week for and I, sure.
2: And I lost by eight points. Oh, it's a, a killer. I'm 0 and two, and I'm and I've had, I've got the i projected to win my league, and I'm 0 two, and my kicker. Got zero points. That's why I'm really excited that the training camp for the BGK <laughs> starts today, so I can start focusing <laughs> on something else. All
0: right, I'll give you a hockey question uh, okay. off rookie camp. Not Peyton Krebs. Tell me one player from rookie camp that we might actually see play for the Golden Knights this year.
2: Dilatory. Uh, uh I, I think that, uh, that that you got a, a shot there. Uh, I, I, I think uh, Caden Korzak. Uh, you got a shot there um uh all, all along that line uh all along the blue line uh, i i like uh, those those players um Pavel Durafiev, uh i i think it, all he does is score he just puts the puck in the net oh, so I, I think that uh, oh, I, I like those kind of guys oh,
1: you, you you don't you don't like him That's after krebs i have no idea who you're talking about but i
3: love the <laughs> yeah. I, I love the statement all he does is score maybe he should be yeah. i'll tell you what if you get deep in the playoffs put that guy in the lineup <laughs>
2: I, I'm, I'm really interested to see what they do with their lines this year. And uh, I made the statement last, uh, last night on the VGK insider show that there was points where uh, our producer would put up graphics on the AT&T uh, pregame show. They go, uh, Kate lines. And, and I could be in a coma and I could still give you the lines because they were that consistent and they were going great uh, with those, with that top six, but without, without, in the lineup this year, and some changes on on the third line. I'm really interested to see whether or not Pete DeBoer will adjust uh, those those top six and make it uh, a top nine, and how he generates more offense uh, with the addition or the Yanmark uh, Mark being brought in and Patrick and uh, and uh, Dadanov. I think Dadanov has the potential to be a star here. Uh, I, I'm really uh focused on what he's going to do with his with his top 9.
0: So, Kelly mccrimmon said yesterday he thinks it's the best forward group that the organization has ever had. I agree
2: with that. Um, the, you mentioned
0: some of the names they brought in to help the bottom 6. Do you think they're going to like change the philosophy of what the fourth line is where in the past it was hey, Ryan Reeves and Will Carrier and Pierre Edward Belmar or Tomasz Nosik are going to kind of beat you up? Are they actually going to try to score with their fourth line this year because they yeah, I do. might have the talent to do it?
2: Yeah, I do. I, well, I just uh, I I don't think that the DNA of the fourth line is the same. So naturally, it's going to be different. I just when when you look at the potential uh, of who's going to make up uh, that bot that uh, fourth line, that, that they just naturally uh, don't possess the the rough and tumble and. Uh, go out and get in your face, that they're, they're more offensive. And so what, what that does, it lends it to, to balancing out your lines a, a little bit more. Where, you, where before you, you were maybe a little hesitant to put somebody um, with, uh, with offensive skill on that fourth line just because that, that's not their role, like with, with Carrier or, or, or Reeves. Uh, now, I, I think you'll see more playmaking and, and more uh, offensive chances uh, out of that fourth line. Absolutely. That's a, that's a really good uh, steep point uh, by you. Cody well, Glass,
0: very let, angry right now. Let's let's
3: say good, goodbye to him now. You made the great point, and uh, he needs to get to practice. So. <laughs> yeah, get out of here. Enjoy yeah. practice, yeah. Derek. Thanks a lot. I, I'll see you out I, there. Can you
2: bring me a coffee? I'll see you out there. <laughs> okay. Bye.
1: Bring him a coffee. <laughs>
2: Yeah, the crack. Yeah, what does, does he
3: think, he think they- I
1: have money? Oh, see, I was going to say, where, where does he think they're practicing? The Kraken's practice facility. I was say, yeah, Kraken practice facility has
3: the
0: Starbucks in it. Maybe City National got to, uh, up its game. Wait a minute, you're telling me there's like a car wash, car detail service for the players if they take advantage of it. But there's no coffee. Oh, they no, they have a coffee
3: cart. They have a. It's not. I don't think it's Starbucks. They have a coffee cart in City National. They have like food you can get. Yeah. So
0: Darren can just go get the coffee yeah. himself.
3: I mean, the fact he thought I had money. One, he doesn't know me. And two, um, there's coffee inside. He can go get All his coffee right, in okay.
0: there. All right, that's what I thought. I
3: love meaty who, who walk around with coffee. You know that.
0: It's cold in there. He got to hold the coffee. Warmer. Yeah, you up, more the it?
3: more so. Let's look like the players. Anyway, be fun to be out <laughs> Wait, there. Wait, is that what it is? Not Darren. I'm just saying. Anyway, be fun to be out there. That is, the, all
1: right. that is the funniest criticism I've ever heard. We are, uh, we, are, we, we are qualifying someone to win a new Yeti cooler thanks to Finley Volvo Cars Las Vegas. Here we go.
0: We've got a Porta Subs tailgate tray. And as Jared just said, you'll be qualified to win a new Yeti cooler thanks to Fenley Volvo Cars Las Vegas. 702-364-1100 is the phone number. We'll take caller number 4 at 702-364-1100. Porta subs, tailgate tray, and qualified to win a new Yeti cooler. Thanks to Finley Volvo, Cars Las Vegas.
2: Want to be part of the show? Call the press box voicemail and let us know. 702-720-4678 and leave your opinion.
0: It's, it's all about uh, how many impressions you can have for things that you say. So, you know, it's not going to be the you know the relax, we're fine, this is one week, it was a dud, we're going to bounce back. That doesn't do that doesn't move the needle for anybody, but you start saying some outlandish things about what I did in the off season and me wanting to be on Jeopardy and not play ball and all this other ridiculousness that Tom Fanning, you know, told me was out there, uh, which I really didn't see myself. You know, just think it's it's, a, it's that's the state of
2: the media that we're in. You're locked in the press box.
0: Congratulations to Mark. He is headed out to the Golden Knights preseason game against the Avalanche. And Eli won the Porta Subs football tailgate tray and is qualified to win a Yeti cooler. Thanks to Finley Volvo Cars Las Vegas. Uh, that was Aaron Rodgers. Did you catch Aaron Rodgers pulling the Derek Carr there? Of I heard all this stuff. Yeah. I didn't actually see it though. Somebody told me he knew very very specific <laughs> words and <laughs> phrases where they told you exactly
3: that. Man, that's good. That's a good relay of information there, Aaron.
1: Hey, he was in Hawaii with his uh, TV star girlfriend and the, the who's it? Miles
0: Teller.
3: You're looking yeah. at me like I would know. He was. He wasn't. Yeah. He wasn't a weird group. Yeah, the like I, I was
0: Miles Teller. Is that the magician? Sure. Uh, Penn was there also. Is that not the magician? I'm assuming, based on Jared's reaction, Miles Teller is not the magician. He was in the really bad
1: Fantastic Four. Not helping. All right. Fantastic
0: Four movie? Yes. Or video game? Movie. Marvel? Yes. Hey! Wow. Have you seen any of those movies? I don't know what the Fantastic Four is. Okay, have you seen any of the Marvel movies? Oh, um, which ones are Marvel? I've seen an Iron Man. Is that Marvel? Yes, yes, All right. yes, All right. that's that's Marvel. What's Please. Batman? DC. All right, I've seen The Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> I think that's it. I haven't watched the one with Thanos. It's kind of ruined though. I know what happens. Jared, what about the first pitch?
2: No. <laughs> Conor McGregor. We were we
1: were talking about this. We were gonna talk about this during the break, but so We've seen Conor McGregor at a Dallas Cowboys game try to throw a football. It was one of the weirdest throwing motions I've ever seen in my entire life, and the ball did not go very far. We've now seen him try to throw a baseball. Has the only thing he has successfully thrown is like a metal thing at what at another fighter or a punch? Because throwing balls is not his
3: uh, forte. The
0: bus. That's oh. what I'm saying yeah, is that's I mean, the yeah. only thing yeah. he's actually thrown in his in entire
3: life. It was a big metal
1: yeah. grate thing or oh, whatever? Yeah, that's I couldn't We were actually in
3: New York covering something else, and Adam Hill was with us, and he did that, and someone called and said, you better get down to Midtown. Connor just threw something through a bus.
0: <laughs> is it fair to say that
3: after seeing his first pitch, he wasn't aiming for the bus? No, he's aiming for the uh, cameraman who was all the way to the right, like <laughs> 100 feet away, who had to duck. That no, cameraman no. probably thought he was oh. safe being, I don't know, 1,000 feet away from where the ball was supposed to go, and he still wasn't safe. I am saying,
0: say, based on his first pitch, we can look back at him throwing a metal grid yes. at a bus and say, there's no way he was yeah. aiming for the bus. No,
3: no way he was, he was aiming for something else. Can't hit what he's trying to R,
1: aim. Or what he needs is a target the size of a bus. <laughs> Why doesn't this kid realize when he's
3: about to throw footballs or baseballs, it might not be the best thing to wear, you know, suits tighter f- than hockey guys? <laughs> the hockey guys, man, they're fitted suits. But this guy with the fitted suit, he can barely lift the arm and he's supposed to do it first pitch. Can like, he walk? Put on a sweatsuit or something. I don't even know if
0: that kid can walk right. Is there anything people enjoy more than watching athletes fail in other sports? No. Who was it? P. Diddy, who did the other horrible pitch? First pitch? 50 cents. 50 cents, okay. Yeah. But I'm saying the it's athletes' one, because, like, we all know Conor McGregor is in better shape than anybody in this room. Conor McGregor would end any of our lives yeah, if seconds. we tried to fight him. Yeah. But we also all know that we could throw a first Absolutely. pitch. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We could throw football and baseball far better than Conor McGregor. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, like, like, I'm gonna, like, I think everybody enjoys when they yes. see an athlete yes. in a different sport struggle because they're like, miserably. Yep, you're awesome. But. I can throw a football I can throw better a football, than you. Yes. I can ice skate better than you. I can shoot a basketball whoever. better than you. Like DK Metcalf, the most impressive athlete on the planet. I bet I can ice skate better yes. than DK Metcalf. Yes. And I can't even ice skate well. <laughs> I'm just taking a guess. I can do it better than DK Metcalf. Just taking a guess out there. I hope he's not a great ice skater. He can run fast. He can I, run fast. I assume he cannot ice skate. Yes. That's a big assumption today.